Welcome to the Leadersmith Podcast. It is 2021. Now it's January in 2021. 2020 is gone. Now that doesn't mean that we're going to have smooth sailing, but it does mean that it's time for New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to talk about how to make your resolutions stick. Stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so I'm going over a great article in CEO World written by a guy named Darren Gertis. And so I'm talking about New Year's resolutions. It's called Rules for Resolutionaries. Um, And so I'm talking about what will work to make your New Year's resolutions actually take place. Like most people, about half the population write New Year's resolutions. And then within the first few weeks, most of those people fall off the wagon. And by a few months in, almost all of those people are off the wagon when it comes to their uh, New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to tell you how to make it stick. So there's really five categories of things that, that need to be there. And you might have heard these before, but hopefully this will put an extra spin on how you think about it and how you apply this. So the first one is strategy. You need a significant goal. And what you don't need is 20 pages worth of resolutions, but maybe a handful. Because when you have a priority, you have to have posteriorities. So what that means is you can focus on one, maybe two, not more than three main things. And then after that, everything else diffuses it. So don't diffuse your priorities or your effectiveness. Create this long-term plan, um, some major thing, and then just start breaking it down into chunks. One of the best resources I know to help you do this is the 12-week year by Morgan and Lennington. Um, I would also highly recommend Darren Hardy's great book, great, great, great book, Darren Hardy, not me, Uh, The Compound Effect. Uh, Darren Hardy is the editor of Success Magazine, and his book, The Compound Effect, will do more for your thinking than just about anything else that I can recommend. By the way, I'm going to recommend a lot of books. I'll put them below in the show notes, and so you can just um, get those links later on, okay? Habits. Habits. Second thing is your habits. Uh, Your success is going to depend on habits that you have formed a long time ago that have been controlling you. So now you need to work over your own habits or overhaul them and, and make sure that they're working for you and not against you. If you want to understand how the habit process works, great book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg is highly recommended. And if you actually want to uh, dig deeper and actually work on your habits, and I would highly suggest this book, great book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, Both books are useful, but The Power of Habits more understanding how habits work and Atomic Habits actually helps you change them. Okay, so strategy and then habits. Next is synergy. Now, this is the most important concept here. Well, the next two are the most important concepts here. Synergy and upside. So synergy is this. I first ran into the concept of the term synergy in um, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And so I understand it. You understand it. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Um, We come together. And when we come together, we're somehow doing more than what either of us could do independently. But it didn't really sink in until I read Perman's What's Best Next, that book. Uh, And it's just a 
solidified in my mind. So with Synergy, you want to align yourself. You want to do things in such a way that uh, you're making making progress toward one goal. Let's say you have five goals over the course of the year, or okay, you have one major strategy and then you have five subset strategies. Let's put it like that. If you're doing one thing, it's going to benefit another, right? That's how you want to think about synergy. So I have gotten to the place where I try not to engage in activities that do not amplify my effects toward others. So, you know, writing a weekly um, educational post or doing my podcast or whatever I've done has been making me a better professor and vice versa. So I try to find these things where one thing amplifies another. That's synergy. Now, I also, number four, am looking at the upside. And what I found in studying successful people is that they're constantly looking at the work to reward ratio. And what I mean by that is how much effort do I have to put in and what's the results that I'm going to get from that effort. And they're always looking for outsized results for the amount of effort put in um, or the, the amount of time or money or whatever the resources are. So the inputs are low, but the rewards are high. To understand this, read Trump's uh, 1987 classic, The Art of the Deal. Uh, watch Discovery Channel's Undercover Billionaire. And, and when I'm think, as long as I'm thinking about this, let me talk about this. So Trump, when he did The Apprentice, and I did an entire episode on this. When Trump did The Apprentice, <laughs> he he had nothing but upside. He shows up, ad libs a little bit in the boardroom. They highlight all of his properties. When you know the rich mogul is doing this. And it was very limited input, and he made millions doing hardly anything at all. Think in terms of what's the upside of what I'm doing, okay? And then track. This is really, really important, and it's pretty common sense um, advice, but it's important. Drucker wrote, what gets measured gets managed. So if you want to get rich, you have to track your cash flow. If you want to lose weight, you have to track the what you're eating, the pounds, the, the calories, those kind of things. So track your progress, whatever it is that you want to do. To the best resources for this are the executive, uh, the effective executive by Peter F. Drucker. And the four disciplines of execution will help you operationalize this and create a system that will hold you on track. Um, if you want to measure and make sure that you're doing what you're doing in an organizational context, make sure that you get the four disciplines of execution. Okay, so in summary, what you want to do is these things. As you're thinking about uh, your resolutions, you want to make sure that each resolution that you have written down, one, affects your overall strategic plan in a positive way. Like it's aligned with your overall strategic plan. Because if you put something down that's not related to the overall strategic plan, you're going to be at cross purposes or at least at, at, in your best case scenario, you're going to be diffused. Number two, you want to try to figure out how it can be habitualized, right? So if it's losing weight, you want to figure out how you can make sure that it becomes a habit that you just, the first thing that you do is jump into your running shoes in the morning and start running, okay? How do you habitualize it? If you can habitualize, you're much more likely to gain, gain success. Number three, uh, it, it, you want to make sure that each of these resolutions works with the other resolutions. It's not just in the strategic plan, but they add this synergistic effect by if I do well in this, it amplifies the other. Number four, it provides maximum effort for minimal reward. And this is really key because if you're getting um, you know, multiples 
in your in your rewards for your effort, you're going to do very, very well. And then finally, it can be tracked and it can be managed. So you got to make sure that you're working through all these things. Okay, now to aid you in this, I, I'm providing a list of reading. Um, the first one, again, The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. Again, great book. Uh, the Woman Ring chapter uh, is worth the entire book, just that alone. But you'll get a sense of what he means by um, the risk and the reward. There's this one great, great chapter where he's trying to take over Holiday Inn. Now, this was Trump in 87, businessman, not political. He's trying to take over the Holiday Inn. And then when word gets out that he's trying to take over Holiday Inn, it goes way up. So what does he do? Well, I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to sell it. And he made millions just because people knew that he was trying to, to take over Holiday Inn. And so the risk-reward was... I outstanding reward for very little risk. Okay, next, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Great book. It'll help you operationalize your habits. Number four, The Four Disciplines of Execution. This will help you track, particularly in an organizational setting. Uh, number four, seven, uh, seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. If you have never read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, drop what you're doing, buy it now, read that book. The 12-week year, again, this will help you operationalize personally what you're doing and how much you're going to accomplish. Next, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I can hardly think of a more inspirational book to help you do this. The Effective Executive gives you all kinds of great ideas about how to be productive in time management. The Power of Habit helps you understand theoretically how habit works. Undercover Billionaire is a great watch. In fact, they're going to come out with a season two of this, uh, I think, in the next year. Undercover Billionaire, watch how this guy thinks. And then What's Best Next by Matt Perlman. Hey, I'm out of time. Thank you for listening. I hope that helps you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow in 2021.